Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. So let's dive in. Hey friends, and welcome to another episode of The Elite Life. I'm Trish, and as always by my side is Miss Kylie B. And today we have a quick tip episode for you that will help you to keep your cool when situations in life heat up. Yeah, I mean, we all have those days where someone gets under your skin. And like when we sat down to record today, I gave Trisha a heads up. I was like, listen, I'm pissed off at every single person in my house right now. So I'm full of it. Fire. <laughs> Let's go. All of them. <laughs> Oh, yeah, some days you just want to throw a punch and karate chop someone's face off, but you can't because that's assault and uh, no one looks good in prison jumpsuits. No, they don't. <laughs> I've heard violent offenders get put in gray, though. So. Well, we know that jail is bad. And oh, jail is bad. It is. And so is like harming your work relationships, family dynamics, losing friends, all because you want to be right and they're wrong. Yeah. It's it's tough. If it, it's a tough not to let go sometimes, especially when someone is really just not seeing your way. And so we wanted to bring you this episode today just to talk about resolving conflict because it's tough out here right now. Um, going off the outline a little bit, <laughs> like, <laughs> like right now, our our the place that we live is so divided over so many things, and people are so um ingrained like they've got their teeth sunk into these issues and um it's not always easy to put them aside because you know when you believe a specific viewpoint or a specific policy um or pathway is the correct one and someone is giving you a different perspective um sometimes it's hard to open your mind and take a step back and say okay all my personal stuff aside let me let me set everything aside what do you have to say yeah, and I feel like in real estate especially, and like for me especially from a broker's perspective, we encounter egos all the time. And I always think about at my CrossFit gym at Grand Trunk, up on the wall it says, your ego is not your amigo. <laughs> I love that. And it's so true. Like talking about CrossFit again, going off the script, there there's somebody in our um, neighborhood group that was like, where should I go work out? And someone was, and my neighbor Ben was like, oh, CrossFit. And he's like, no, that's where like everybody gets hurt. And I'm like, CrossFit doesn't hurt people. Egos hurt people. You mm -hmm. thinking that you can deadlift 750 pounds? Like, from go right from day one is why you get hurt your ego gets you hurt physically emotionally relationship relationship wise and um the top reasons for conflict i was googling this as i was researching for this episode it was different personalities and perspectives like you just said mm -hmm. unresolved problems from your past mm -hmm. Feeling of competition with one another, right? We see this a lot in kids or families, brothers, sisters. Oh, well, your sister always wins everything. Yeah, well, screw her, right? Yeah, I can, uh, I can preach on that later if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> um, poor communication skills. Mm -hmm. And then just uncertainty about roles and responsibilities. You don't know you're supposed to be doing that or you don't know you can't do that or you didn't realize you were responsible for that, right? Yeah, and that was something that like when um, just a little personal insight when uh before the pandemic and everything got shut down my husband was in the auto manufacturing industry so he was working 
you know, 12 hour days, anywhere between five and six days a week. And so we obviously had specific roles. Like I didn't expect him to come home from a 12 hour shift and, you know, pick up after the kids and do, I mean, he would, but like, I would never expect that from him because I put myself in his shoes and I wouldn't want that either. So, you know, my role was more like, I still had my nine to five, but I had more, I had more time than he did, you know? And so when everything got shut down and he got laid off, like we had a complete role reversal and we had to sit down and say okay here's my responsibilities now here's your responsibilities now and we made a list and at first I felt like a 12 year old kid um at first he felt kind of weird because it's like I'm giving him a list of things you know because I was in that role he's now doing what I did so I'm giving him a list of things that I did on a daily and weekly basis just to make sure they stay at the forefront of his mind like I know he knows to do this flip the laundry uniforms you know all of this stuff but having that list really helped us both out um, to understand uh, who's doing what and like who's on first. Right. Yeah, yeah. So there there weren't those um, that confusion that would cause us to be upset. It's like, well, I'm not the only one who like you folded laundry all day. Well, I'm not the only one who knows where it all goes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Yes, yes, exactly. And that's what we're going to talk about. I'm just going to give five really quick tips and that that goes right into it on how to how to resolve conflict and maybe how to not even get into a conflict. Right. And so um, starting with that first one I was talking about, which is put your ego in a box. And I use that song, pour some sugar on me. Um, because I have to do this often as a broker. Like I, it happens to my new agents a lot where, you know, an agent that's been in the business a long time or another broker, it just happened the other day where one of my newer agents made an honest mistake, like wasn't intentionally trying to be malicious or something. She just made an honest mistake that a lot of new agents make. And this broker could have very easily been like, Hey, send me an addendum that says this. Instead, all he said was, okay when she texted him and so they ended up in this huge conflict because she didn't write it out in an addendum and he's like well now it's all your fault and blah 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 and blah 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 and you need to talk to your broker and like asserting his dominance and I could tell from each and every email that she forwarded me this was an ego thing. It was a, I'm a broker, you're a dumb new agent, I don't have time for your ignorance, blah, 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 blah. So I sat there and I read through it and he was, he was right when it comes to contractual laws, right? But the way he went about it was wrong. So you have two options in that situation, like you said, you can either be trying to big boy someone which is my hugest pet peeve mm -hmm. like spending so much time as a paralegal and knowing more than some of these attorneys who are coming out of law school and trying in them trying to big boy me on how this divorce was or what this policy was um you have two options like you can either approach it and be aggressive back and escalate things or you can take a step back swallow your ego and handle it in a more professional calm manner. Yeah, absolutely. So I read through those emails and by the time I got done, it was late at night. So I just sent him an email and I'm like, hey friend. And I that's why I wrote, hey friend. So I'm starting it off on a like, we're friends level, even though we're not friends, even though I've never talked even to him Even though in my I life. really don't like you. And <laughs> if I saw you bleeding in the middle of the street, I wouldn't call 911. But. Yeah, because he was really mean to my agent. So 
old me, right, before I learned how to Gangster write Gangster Trisha, you know thug Trisha. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, screw you. Like, you were mean to my agent. I want to be mean to you. But now that I have learned that gets you absolutely nowhere. I was like, hey, friend, can we call talk in the morning? Is this time or this time better for you, right? Because if I let him feel like he has the control, which is really all he's trying to get to anyways, then this is going to have a much better turnout. And when I called him in the morning, like I started the conversation with a like, hey, how are you? Number one, before we even get into this, I just, I want to let you know, like I, you are 100% right, you know, she should have done it this way. I've totally explained this to her. I'm super sorry. Like I came at it from a like, all right, we're sorry. Um, here's what I have found. What would you like to do? Like, how can we turn this into a win-win for our clients? And yeah. so he had no choice but to give me a win-win for our clients, exactly. right? Because I could hear him too. Like he's dead silent. Like after I get done apologizing, he's like, waiting like he wants to jump on me so bad like, like he, he was expecting yeah. you to come in oh, and yeah. just be all in his face mm -hmm. yep he thought I was gonna come in hot and like you know like we're gonna have a you know which broker's been in the business longer conversation and I could have done that but I would have got nowhere instead when I went in like this he's like he's like well let's do this which is exactly what I wanted and I'm like thank you so much I think that's a great idea let's move on and then I was able to call her and be like bing bang boom and she was like oh my gosh fantastic yay so her client ended up in a great spot. She ended up in a great spot. They get to move on and do whatever they want to do next. And we have a resolution because I said, how can I accommodate you? Right. right? Instead of here's why you're a jerk. <laughs> it doesn't matter if he's a jerk. That doesn't matter. No. What we need to get to is how can both of our clients win? That's all that matters. I love that. That's all that matters. I love that so much. Yeah. And so that brings me to number two, which is listen first, right? Truly truly listen because it's going to help you understand where they're coming from and then maybe you can use a little empathy instead of anger and you can collaborate together for a resolution right so he sat there completely silent listening he was listening because he wanted to hear me get angry so he could get angry back but when he realized after listening and staying silent for a minute that I wasn't going to put anything in there that was a jerk he he had to collaborate with me, right? And this happens so often in relationships, right? If you come at me, if I left if I left dishes in the sink and you worked all day, I worked all day, I left dishes in the sink and you're mad because you've told me a million times, don't leave dishes in the sink, put them in the dishwasher, right? And you come at me and you just start screaming, I'm going to start screaming back, right? But if you come at me and you're just like, hey, can we have a conversation? And I'm like, yeah. And then I sit and listen to you and you tell me, Trish, the reason why I don't like when you leave dishes in the sink is because we have an awful cockroach problem. Oh, my God. And when what, you where are we living? In Florida, where okay. the cockroaches are, right? And when you leave dishes in the sink, the cockroaches come, and they have germs, and those germs will make me sick, and blah, 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 right? Let's, let's say we're talking to our children that don't know any better, right? Sure. And we're saying, hey, Kaya, when cockroaches come, they make you very, very sick, right? And when you're sick, then you can't um, – Go play with your Barbies and get what you want, right? So if you're if you're giving reasons why mm -hmm. they should do this or shouldn't do this, and you can help them to listen and understand, and you're listening and you're like, oh, that makes sense. It's not 
they just don't want me to leave dishes in the sink because they want to make my life harder. They don't want me to leave dishes in the sink because like, here's a great example, actually, even better than that one. When I first got into fitness, I always wanted Dave to work out. And I'm like, you need to work out. You need to work out. You need to work out. And one day he sat down and he's like, dude, I didn't have six pack abs when you met me. I don't see why you want me to always work out. Right. And this was like a constant source of like disagreement for us because I was working out every day and I wanted him to work out every day. And he's like, I don't get why this is so important to you. I didn't work out when we got together. And I'm like, the reason why is like, we're going to grow old together and I need you to be around for a long time. Mm -hmm. Right. I need you to walk Angelina down the aisle and I need you to be there way in the future when we have grandkids and like, you know, traveling an RV around the U.S. when we're like, a hundred years old or like whatever we're gonna do my god so it's not be driving an rv when you're a hundred right but it's not that i want you to work out because i want you to have six-pack abs it's i want you to work out to be healthy to live a long time right when he actually listened to that that was no longer an argument for us because it made sense of why he could understand my why because he actually listened instead of me just going you never work out you never support me in my fitness blah, 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 and we're just yelling at each other right I think this is this is definitely something that can be applied at my house too. um what I've noticed too like when it comes to listening is Sometimes, especially with little kids, like they just want to be heard. Like if you catch them in the middle of something, especially an argument with their sibling, um, and you cut them off and you're like, stop fighting, stop fighting. Will she, will she? No, I don't want to hear it. When you tell them, I don't want to hear it. It doesn't matter why. Um, I don't care. And I'm too super guilty, like raising my hand over here because I do say that to my kids. I'm like, it doesn't matter why. It's wrong, is wrong, is wrong, is wrong. You know, I don't care that she did this or that to you. Um, I've noticed that like whether you're dealing with a kid or you're dealing with someone else like that can really take things to the next level. So a lot of discord when I um, engage with Kaya when she's upset because um, she's very she's my most passionate one. Casey's dramatic. Kaya's passionate. And so uh, what I've learned is with her um, when something happens, especially with her sister, she just wants to be heard. And so I will let her, I'll be, I'll go in the bedroom. I'll close the door. It's just her and me. And I'm like, okay, tell me what you're feeling. Walk me through what happened so I can help you. And when she's done talking, I say, I understand why you feel this way. I would be upset too if Casey broke my whatever, blah, blah, blah. I say, but it's not okay for you to have this behavior. And then, like you said, you explain the whys of why this behavior is not okay. You're not, you're not communicating with us. We don't know. You're just throwing a fit. You get in more trouble. We all get stressed out. You know, so it goes so, like, it. it's definitely something that can be applied business-wise, personal relationships, everywhere. Yeah, and that's a perfect example because that's what I do when we get um, on a very rare occasion. Thank God we train our agents so well. On a very rare occasion where I get a client that calls in and they're mad about something and they are calling because they want to yell. I, you know, if, if that call gets to me, Kim's like, they only want to talk to their broker. And I'm like, okay. And I listen and I stay silent and I listen the whole entire time. And this is very different because when I first became a broker, I wanted to defend my agents, right? Like, I'm a mama bear. I want to defend them. And so I wasn't listening to hear. I was listening to get in the next word I wanted to say. When I stopped doing that and I just listened to listen and I would sit and I'll write notes and I'll keep like a hand over my mouth. So I just I'm just listening and writing notes. And then I do the exact same thing you do. 
I completely understand why you feel that way. I would feel that way too. Mm-hmm. And literally, at the, I say, like, how can we make this better? And nine times out of ten, they go, I just wanted to tell you. And I'm like, thank you very much for telling me. I'm going to make sure this never happens again. And they're like, okay, thank you. Bye. Mm-hmm. And that is so different from when I first became a broker. And then I would like, you know, yell at them back and they'd yell at me and they'd yell and they're, here's why you're wrong, 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 wrong. And, well, nobody's right now. Right. Exactly. Like if everybody's wrong, nobody's right. Right. Absolutely. So listening and actually listening. Um, the next thing is there's power in the pause, mm-hmm. power in the pause. And this is one I'm raising my hand on because this is probably the one I struggle with the most because I'm a fixer and I want to fix things immediately and I want a resolution and I want like like you know I want to be heard I'm passionate um I have really really over the last 90 days especially probably this year this is my year of pause all right 2022 (laughs) had a year of something for me if I had a word for this year it would be Pause. pause because I have had to enact this in every aspect of my life, whether it's being at a hockey camp with Trent where I'm so irate, I want to call and scream at this person and this person and this person and this person because I'm mad about something that isn't those people's fault at all, right? Um, Or it's, you know, selling my house and I want to immediately respond with, why are you such an idiot? Or it's, you know, whatever it is in your business, in your life, with your kids, with anything, if you are heated about something, if you are feeling some sort of way, the best thing you can do is just pause. Mm-hmm. Just sleep on it. Don't respond to that email for 24 hours. Don't talk to that coach for 24 hours. Don't yell at your spouse for 24 hours. Don't scream at your kids for 24 hours. Whatever it is, if you are feeling like, you need to pause. You need to pause and stop because your immediate response is never going to be something that is good. Never. It's just not. It's just not. Yeah, I had an experience with this um, recently where, um, and I'm not super duper involved with the parent volunteer group at my kids' school because I work full time. I do things. I let other mom, like I'll donate, I'll give them things that they need to make things happen, but I don't have the time to donate. So I donate stuff. And there's an event coming up. It's a movie night and we have two campuses and the one campus released what movies they would be showing. And there was one for, for my kids' age group that I didn't, I just didn't agree with. It's not a movie that we watch at our house. Um, and, uh, it has, depending on who you ask, it's semi-controversial. So I'm like wondering if they're going to show that at our campus. So I got, I texted you, remember? I was lit. I was like, who would pick this movie to show to little children? I don't even understand. I want to talk to the person who picked this movie. I don't, and it wasn't even for my campus. Like I was literally lit for someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I took a step back. I wrote an email. I sent it to other people to get some feedback before I sent it to my campus coordinator. And I sent it to the campus coordinator after everybody was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe with how irate you are. Um, You actually wrote a very nice professional email. And she wrote me back and she was like, she gave me the answer I wanted. I mean, she was like, no, I agree with you. Like, we're going to do something different over here. Mm -hmm. And because um, because I approached it in that way, I don't get to look like the crazy neurotic mom. I'm going to save that for other areas that we're getting ready to go to battle on. (laughs) 
like I've already got a rap. They already know about me because they call me all the time for my kid's behavior. So just like, yeah, but I mean, and that's the thing, like your immediate gut reaction isn't like, great one, great one is the first buyer we had on our house. I got this list of crap they wanted done for the inspection. And I immediately was like, no. And then when I actually the next day, like unpacked what those things were, it was literally like $2,000 worth of stuff. And had I known that before I screamed, no, I probably would have reacted differently. And that was such a teachable moment for me. Cause I was like, well, guess what I'm not doing like literally ever again, which is responding to an email immediately with my feelings because that was so stupid. Like that ended up putting me in a detrimental space where if I had just left it and the next day actually done some homework on what those things meant, I would have been fine, yeah. you know? So when they say sleep on it, like that's a saying for a reason. Once you, once the next morning comes around, the other thing is, is like you're so, especially at night, your brain, and we've talked about this before and I talk about it all the time, like your brain only has so many chemicals for patience, for willpower, for decision making. And if it's 11 p.m., you can be assured all of those chemicals are gone. So you are an angry, no willpower, bad decision-making machine. Mm-hmm. And you should you, go to bed. You should you go, just to bed. go to bed. Yeah. Go to sleep. Yeah. We need to just go to bed now. So, all right. Next thing. Do your homework, which is what I was just ha- what I was just talking about, right? Like, do your homework. Ask questions. Like, if you hear, if I hear uh, Kylie said that you're a total jerk and you did X, Y, Z, if I immediately go back to you and I'm like, bah, 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 like that's that's not going to be good. No, right? we're gonna get into a fight in right. the office, and yeah. they're so, gonna see what two Puerto Ricans brawling looks like. <laughs> right. So I need more context, right? Like I need to stop. I need to have a conversation and be like, okay, interesting, really. So like, what was the conversation that led up to that? What were you guys chatting about? How did this even come about? That's you know, that's strange. Like, or again with my list, right? Had I sat down and Googled how much each of those things were and what a strike plate was. One of them was a strike plate. It was a dollar and five cents. It was, it was a dollar and five cent uh, metal piece that goes where your, where your door shuts and, and that little silver thing comes in to shut your door. Yeah. That one little thin piece of metal is a dollar. But see, that just goes to show you the type of stuff that people, that was a bad agent. Yeah. Just little things. Yeah. But um, but see, that was my fault, though, because I didn't pause and I didn't do my homework. You have to do your homework, Google things, review documents. Going back to that first conversation, right? I reviewed the home inspection that my agent had done. I reviewed the city inspection that she had done. I reviewed all the emails between him and her so that when I went back to him, I could say, you're right, but here's why we shouldn't move forward anyways. And and you're actually wrong about some other things that are going to inhibit this deal, right? Yeah. So I could go back educated because I paused, because I listened, and because I did my homework, right? And then the last thing, of course, is to handle it. You cannot just ignore our problems. No. There are so many people who want to avoid conflict, and I get that, but problems don't go away. Like, you have to unpack it you have to resolve it you have to be okay that you know it's okay that we don't always agree like you can like green and I can like blue and we can still be friends right really and uh, you know what though I mean all the time Kylie like if we're being honest we've had some conversations where I'm like I feel like this about a serious thing and you're like well I feel like this about a serious thing and I'll be like well what about this scenario and you're like I see that but I still feel this way Mm -hmm. and I'm like that's cool dude and and that happens that happens 
often with us. And I love that we are able to have some strong opinions over some big things. Very strong opinions. And we can be okay with, we don't see 100% the same way. Like I see why you see it that way and you can see how I could feel like that and we can still be best friends, yeah. right? Like we can still be good people even if we see certain things different ways. But it's just the, again, I think it all of the umbrella, it comes back to ego, you know, because it's like if we were super egotistical people, we wouldn't be friends because we wouldn't be able to let that go. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody has to agree on everything, especially when you come into a professional setting and you're you're upset about personal stuff, political views, religious views. Like there's nothing wrong with, you know, wanting to share your faith and wanting to talk about politics. That's fine. But we're here to work. We're right. here to sell houses. We're here to help people change their lives. We are not here to agree on religion or politics. And let's be real. Those are the two. Yeah. And I think that it's also like not having this like me versus you mentality, right? Like right. as somebody always has to win. It always has to be me or you. Like there was an agent in our office one time and I was super shocked because he's part of our elite fam and he's like, well, we're competition. And I'm like, no, we're not. And he's like, yeah, we are, because like some of my friends on my Facebook are also friends on your Facebook, so they would choose one of us to buy a house from. I'm like, if you're winning, I'm winning. We're all winning. They're buying a house from Elite Realty. Like, right. we are all on the same team. And he's like, I guess I just don't see it that way. Like, it always is like me versus someone else. And I'm like, well, that's a rough way to live life because I see it as I want everybody to win. And it's okay if you have that perspective, but that just makes me feel sad because I want you to know, like, I'm always looking for you to win. Yeah. And that's really the perspective that, like, I come at life with. Like, if you come at life with, and this was a life changer for me and I don't even remember where I heard it now but it was like and I've said it before in our podcast everybody is trying to do the best they can with what they have mm -hmm. everybody's trying to do the best they can with what they have and my 100% today my 100% effort today might look different from my 100% effort tomorrow and my happy unicorns and rainbows perspective today might be I hate the whole world tomorrow because I injured my knee and I can't move and I don't feel like myself and I'm frustrated and I'm in pain and and that's not personal to you it's my day sucks today so I'm not in a positive, happy-go-lucky mood, you know? But it's not me versus you. It's not you're right or I'm right. Like, we're all just doing the best we can with what we have. Yeah, and the and the last thing I want to throw in before we wrap up is grace. You were just talking about, like, I might just be having a really crappy day. Like, give people some grace. Like, yes, I will yes. get frustrated about, like, people on the road or people driving crazy, and then it's like, I don't know if that person just got a call that said, you need to get up here. Your yep. so-and-so is dying. Uh, your baby's going to be born. Like, you know, or if someone just had a really bad breakup, if someone's dog just died, like you don't know what other people are going through. So give people some grace. Don't harangue them. Help them. Amen. Amen. I do that a lot with driving too. People will be like, they're driving like an idiot. And I'm like, what if their mom just died from cancer five minutes ago? Like yeah. you just never know. So that is, that's a great ad, Kylie. Well, I hope you guys took some nuggets today and uh, just really felt uh, connected with this issue. We picked this topic because it's something we struggle with. It's so we know it's something y'all dealing with too. <laughs> so um, please take this stuff. If there's anything we missed, we would love to hear your stories on successful conflict resolution. Please um, drop a comment wherever you are about any stories 
story you want to share, or you can email me, K-Y-L-E-E at MyStarsAcademy.com. Subscribe, like, and share this episode. And come back next Thursday for some fresh content and some uh, new nonsense. Don't throw the turkey at your cousin. Oh, my goodness. That's a whole nother story. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Bye. We thank you so much for joining us today on the Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.